Wisdom Speaks is sponsored by Alternative Solutions with Results. We are also sponsoring Nicole Borgie's eight-week empowerment course, Shift Happens. If you or anyone you know is ready to make that shift into empowerment and leadership, don't miss it. All links are listed here on this page. everyone and here we are back at 360 wisdom speaks and we have some wisdom to speak about today our guest calling in from san diego california is miss toby guys and boy does she got a legendary story for you nicole why don't you describe a little bit about toby and then we'll let her tell the rest of the story absolutely welcome to the show Toby is a lifelong student, always seeking and evolving. She began her personal journey and growth in 2004, diving deep into self-awareness and transformational work. Her growth path led her to spirituality, where she overcame a painful eating disorder and turned her attention to healing her mind, body, and soul. Toby is a certified NLP coach, master practitioner of hypnotherapy, and mental and emotional release, Reiki master, and breathwork practitioner. Toby is passionate about empowering others to find their own healing within. And Toby, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nicole and Beverly. Happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. I just love that background. And it just kind of really sets the ambiance for all those crazy things that you do that aren't <laughs> so crazy anymore. That's where we like to be. So oh, why don't you just kind of tap a little bit on that picture and what each one of those little items kind of means to you and how that follows a part of your journey. Wow. I don't think I've ever been asked that before. That's lovely. Well, we have the Buddha, we have the hummingbird, and we have a yogi and some planets, you know, because this is, I say, welcome to the cosmos. And I like to say that, you know, we have one foot in the 3D and the rest of us in the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, you know, the higher dimensions. <laughs> and so this always reminds me to to only focus a little on the 3D and continue to expand my awareness. And the hummingbird for me is transformation. And uh, yoga is, is for me, connects my body and soul and uh, exercise and mindfulness and so much more all in one. And many of my, I'm a breathwork facilitator as well. So the, the yoga represents that for me. So, yeah. That is so beautiful. Yeah, talk a little bit about breathwork because, you know, Without breath, we don't walk the planet, right? You know, and so a lot of times we take things for granted, you know, and people just take, I think, breathing 
for granted. You know, so what have you came across in your lessons and journeys and teachings and everything that makes breathwork so special and why it should be special to the audience and what they can do to maybe alleviate some of the stresses and the chaos going on in the world today just by incorporating a little bit of breathwork? Yeah. Ah, great, great question. Well, as you said, it's the first thing that we do in our life and the last thing that we do. And we take it for granted because it happens automatically. Our autonomic nervous system is in charge of our breathing. We rarely think about it. However, it is the gateway to our soul. It is the gateway to healing our emotions, to, to releasing energetic blocks and physical blocks in our body. And it can take us to alternate realities. And for me, the, the, the alternate reality thing is what really pulled me into breath work because I have had experienced uh, some plant medicine prior to getting into my breath work journey. And when I, when I came to breath work, I found it, uh, found my teacher at a yoga festival in Joshua tree. And it definitely took me to an alternate reality. And I couldn't believe that the breath inside of me, something that, you know, that every human has access to could take me to such a magnificent, expansive, expansive place. It's really incredible. You know, and you use so much of that in all the work that you do, mm -hmm. right? Especially with yoga, as you mentioned, because yoga is all about that breathing, you know, moving up into those elevations and transformations, you know, that breathing is what breathes life into us. And it also has an impact on what our thoughts are, every action that we do, how healthy or unhealthy we are, you know, so breath is definitely what breathes life into or out of, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, talk a little bit more about that um, hummingbird there and about that transformation. I don't know. There's, there's one thing I know about hummingbirds that I hadn't known for years was that they're the only bird that can actually stop in midair and turn, you know, real sharp. They can go up and down and side to side, right? And, and this is how we develop the helicopter. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of interesting, right? And so when you look at a hummingbird and it is, you know, significant of transformation and stuff, and how did that transformation happen with you and how did the hummingbird come in? Was it a before and after or kind of a joint venture together with that hummingbird? Well, the hummingbird I learned about as a symbol in, studying breathwork actually, because we studied the, the South American medicine wheel and the hummingbird is in the North and represents that, that transformation where we start, uh, we, we start in the South and really digging into our shadows when using the medicine wheel as a method of growth and transformation. And the hummingbird, like you said, it's like, it's very flexible, right? And it, it, it can go a lot of different places and it's, it's, it's just a magical it's a magical little creature and they're all over Southern California. I mean, I see them outside my window every single day and it always reminds me of my path of transformation. And so for me, uh, to answer your question about my own transformation, I came from, um, I came from a place where I was living in a lot of pain and I didn't know that there was another way out. And I, you know, just briefly, I was put on my first diet at nine and then I started practicing bulimia when I was 12. And then I suffered and struggled with my body image and with food until I was, well, I got into recovery at 35 years old. So from, you know, 
nine years old to 35, I was, I was really like in the, the deep dark of it and thought that that's what life was. And I just, I really didn't know that there was anything outside of the, the chaos and pain that was going on in my head and my body. I thought my only problem was that, you know, until I got into personal growth work, I thought my only problem was that I couldn't lose weight. <laughs> and, and then I was like, oh, I have many more problems than that. <laughs> you forget about that right <laughs> well no not exactly but the crazy thing is what what blows my mind is how magnificent our brain is and how it's really good at denial also like it's i always want to yeah. know like what does the brain look like when it's in denial like on a brain scan is like part of it dark you know because my brain was like in the darkness um and i i didn't know i had a problem i had been practicing bulimia from 12 to 35 and i literally did not know that i had a problem until i totally hit a bottom and i just i couldn't function anymore in that in that way so i got into recovery and um you know that worked for for a little bit in, in 12 step and then and then i i discovered plant medicine as i mentioned before ayahuasca and that just well, not only did it blow my mind, but it, I had a, 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 an exorcism of my eating disorder and it was just an amazingly magical experience. And I was replaced with the unconditional love of the divine. And I have never gone back to that level of darkness since. And I've, I have just, and then that took me on this really beautiful expansive path that led me into Reiki and into energy and into that led me into breath work and into my intuitive gifts and like everything started opening up from there. And so, yeah, and that, and I've just continued to deepen and deepen and deepen on that path. Oh, that's a beautiful experience. I've heard a lot of people talk about ayahuasca and having that, that, transformation you know experiences you know they they go in just open-minded but i also understand that it's important or critical that when you do use ayahuasca that there is someone there that's leading you through on that journey so that you don't get because it's because it's such a power hallucinogen right why don't you share with the audience a little bit about it and how the ancient civilizations used that you know to do exactly what you know you experience is opening up that spiritual avenue of who you are and really touching you know the source of your soul you know that god force energy you know and and really started that open line of communication yeah absolutely so ayahuasca is um uh, a plant uh, hallucin well, it's actually made of two different plants, the ayahuasca vine and the, or the, I can never say it, copybanascopus. Please forgive me for those who actually know the word that I'm trying to say, the vine <laughs> and the chacruna leaf makes ayahuasca, which has um, the, the combination that you ignites the DMT that is in our bodies, which is a, a chemical that, that's in our bodies that's released at birth and at death. And so that's actually you know, kind of mirrors the experience that you can have in ayahuasca, which is a death of the old self and sometimes a death of the ego and a rebirth of the new self, which is the, the experience that I went through. And it is absolutely, it is, it is, I don't consider it a drug. It is absolutely a medicine, which is what the, you know, indigenous cultures use it as. They use it as a, as a medicine. And there's actually even um, uh, a church in Brazil, um, Sante Daime, that uses, they come together for church services, utilizing ayahuasca in their church services. And they come together as a group and they, they take the medicine and they sing and they dance and they pray and worship. And, um, and when, you know, other other cultures use it very 
differently than that because it's more of a, um, a solitary experience in a group led by a shaman, absolutely led by a shaman. It is not an experience that anybody who's sane would ever have on their own. <laughs> Because it it is it is something that is, it is very deep and it's very vast and it can take you yes deeply into yourself to heal trauma and and it can even like take you back to heal your lineage and the and the blocks and problems in your lineage. I've definitely had that experience and it's a very connective experience as well. Other people in the room, you know, can um, be going through something and it can be healing for me. And vice versa, because we're all tethered. And when you're um, having the experience of this amazing plant, we really feel and see and have a deeper experience of how connected all of us are. And that when one person does their healing work and they're expanding, not only does it expand everybody else in the room, but it actually up levels the entire planet. So it's, and, and that goes for any time people are doing their healing work is that when we heal one, we heal the collective. So, yeah, I mean, I could go on about ayahuasca, but I don't know how much uh, you No, I, I, <laughs> I find that fascinating. I've never really had anyone actually explain it that way. I've, I've heard a lot about it, but again, it's hit and miss and whatever. So how you presented that is quite intriguing. And I love it that you corrected me and not calling it a drug. And I won't use that word anymore with it, right? you know, that it is a medicine. And, and you're right, there's a lot of, uh, you know, different elements, plant elements that were used in civilizations, you know, of, of times past as the shamans, you know, the shamans use them for all kinds of healing, whether it was emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, whatever that case may be, you know, but again, under that guidance and supervision of someone who knows and is there, you know, to keep you on track and on focus. Cause you know, obviously when things are starting to come up and come out, there may be a lot of traumatic events that again, if it hits overwhelm where you've got to keep that person breathing and, you know, relaxed and talking and soothing and moving them through. And yes, everything that we do is a collective. I, you know, I'm really glad that you said that because, um, you know, where one goes, we all go, so to speak, right? Yeah. And, um, but thank you for sharing that. And I think that will clear up a lot of questions too, that, you know, a lot of the people out in the audience, you know, were in the same boat maybe that I was that, okay, I've heard of it, or maybe I kind of sort of heard of it, but I'm not sure. Right. Mm -hmm. And to correct that this is a medicine and, uh, you know, to be able to start looking back on some of our civilizations and what was presented there. So we are going to take a short break and then we're going to come back. And we're going to hear more about your happy ever after. And if you have any new adventures that you'd like to share, you know, and um, we'll see where this goes. We'll be back. 360 Wisdom Speaks is sponsored by Alternative Solutions with Results. We are also sponsoring Nicole Borgie's eight-week empowerment course, Shift Happens. If you or anyone you know is ready to make that shift into empowerment and leadership, don't miss it. All links are listed here on this page. And now, let's go back to the show. Hello, everyone, and yes, welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Toby's been sharing so many wonderful morsels of wisdom here. 
And as we move into this second part, she's going to share even more of where her life is going. So, Nicole, you had an interesting question you wanted to ask Toby. Yeah, Toby, absolutely. I would love to find out. I know that you went on this wonderful journey and your spirit's journey is always continual. But recently, you've gone on another soul's journey and we constantly have that. So we have to move, shift and transform and reimagine again who we are at this moment and who we need to be to serve people. How did that affect you and what are you going to do moving forward with that? That's exciting part of it. Yes, thank you for asking that. I love that. Well, I mean, as you can imagine, having had the history that I had, I was very passionate about serving women and helping them heal from their dysfunctional relationship with food and body. And this is an area that I feel that I have a lot of expertise in um, with my many years of healing my my own issues and and the also that a lot of people don't know that this that is something that you can heal from and a lot of people struggle with it their whole lives and i've come out the other side of it and i and i have a freedom from that and i was very and i am still passionate about helping people find freedom and i feel that you know part of my shift is that i have there's a point where, you know, when we tell a story from the past, we keep bringing the energy of it up and bringing it present again and again and again. And that's what I found with, you know, telling my story of my history of my eating disorder. And I'm just like, I, I feel so complete with that and healed around that, that I don't really, I, I don't want to go into the details of it anymore. It is, it is my journey and I honor it. And there is another, there's a bigger place that I feel that I am here to serve. And so I am, um, you know, I have focused on helping women heal and I absolutely, you know, can still do that healing around the, the food and body issue. And I feel that I have been stepping into a much, um, just some more expansiveness and I'm in this, in that shift right now, but basically what's happened is, you know, I, when I, when I really stepped in and started diving into this spirit was like, oh, you made it. Let's go. And I feel like I've been on a people mover moving. Like I used to say a hundred miles an hour, but now it's like a thousand miles an hour. It's like the more and more I step in and the more downloads I get, the more like my, my intuitive gifts have been opening. And, the, and it's just every day there's, there's something that drops in that, that I'm like, I'm guided in this direction. I'm guided deeper into this direction. And I feel like I'm just being, I'm being taken for, for a ride by spirit. And it's, it's really exciting. And, and I feel that there's a bigger way that I need to serve. And there's some things that are coming into my awareness, um, in terms of, um, expanding my coaching and, you know, I, and helping, uh, helping healers heal. Like, how can I have a bigger impact on the planet? And it's, you know, touching those who are serving and helping them con continue to up level and clear out their energy and clear out their trauma so that they can, they can also have a bigger impact on the planet. I have, um, a healing center that's coming and I've had a dream of this for probably, I don't know, it's, it's come up in the past like five years and I keep dreaming about it. And I'm thinking, oh, that's probably five or 10 years in the future, but nope, that's coming sooner than I thought. And so it, a lot of these things that I have conceived of that I've thought of, it's just, they, they're, they're, they're much closer than I thought. And it's just really beautiful how, again, I feel like I'm being taken for a ride and spirit is showing me, okay, this is the next place that I'm going. And I just keep surrendering and, you know, taking the next step that's in front of me. And it's just, I, I feel like I'm on a very, very exciting ride. 
that's that is so amazing right now this is the best time for you and i don't just want to be your one of your cheerleaders in this because nothing if anything we have learned from this past year is that it's time to accept who we are mm -hmm. it's time to step into our god or goddess role and embrace the universe and have that conscious collective and that's why we're here yes. on 360 is is to share with the world it's time to awaken and step forward from the third dimension into the fifth and the seventh it's time to rise up to our power that we have been talking about and it's time to not let those excuses get in the way and the beauty of what you have stepped into because riding with spirit is the joy ride of your life is it not you know you're just in the car in the convertible with the top down the sun shining your hair's just flying in the wind you've got the best music on in your life and your car is full of spirit and and the angels are flying with you right you get that vision and you're just like yes wherever i go at a thousand miles an hour my guides are with me no matter what they've got my back it's that faith and trust moving forward and the acceptance of who you are right now and who you need to step into and that's where our ego moves when we let our ego kind of just take a take a back seat for a minute you're you're good I'll, I'll i'll let you step in when i need you but when i'm doing spirit work you just need to take a back seat so here's your lollipop get in the back and let's move forward and take this ride and the journey is beautiful and accepting that is just amazing i can feel your energy through that and the transformation and working with you and stepping with you in that the 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 beauty of that and i the center put the center together i love that because it's just spirits like yes yes let's do that because we want to wake it welcome people back and what's that like welcoming people to the center and how does it feel for you toby going forward in that center and allowing people to hug and touch and be part of togetherness once again oh it's so so important that in-person experience there's really nothing like it and yes we've all learned to pivot in this past year and do things online and 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 a lot of us have expanded and we've learned how to touch people all over the country and all over the world and maybe we wouldn't have before and there's something really magical and really special about being in person with people and i am really excited to and and again this is still conceptual you know so i'm still talking about the dream you know although you know spirit keeps putting people in front of me who are on the same path who may be my business partners who you know it's like things are things are happening things are coming we're building curriculum we're just we're, we're putting the pieces into place so i would you like me to talk about was the question what is my dream <laughs> well, well, well the journey the really the, it's the journey ahead for you yeah. right now and everybody that journey of togetherness that yeah. journey of seeing how can i help healers and and how can they be helped and how can they be touched because healers need healing and Absolutely. and we really in that that crux of it when you're looking deep inside who needs more help than a healer because we're in the darkness that's how we've been shown the light is to yeah. hit that darkness hit that dark night of the soul take our traumatic experiences and now we're healing now they've opened up that's we're here to feel that third dimension we're here to feel our earthly bodies we're in our meat suit right having that joy right here and now as healers we need to accept healing as well and that's where we get stuck right how has it helped you on the journey moving forward to accepting that 
I'm a healer. I want to help people. I am healing myself and I'm going to help others. Where does that take you at this point? Where, what do you see moving forward? Well, I'm going to go back just a step because what came through for me when you were saying that, and then I just got chills was, was I was doing healing work. I was doing Reiki and breath work and working with people and people were having really beautiful experiences. And I was still in this imposter syndrome and who do I think I am? And I don't know enough about this. And I don't know enough about that. Not trusting my own gifts, thinking that because all my friends were clairvoyant and all my friends are psychics and like, but my gifts came through in a different way. But I was thinking, well, my, it has to look a certain way. I'm supposed to be clairvoyant. I'm supposed to see, or I'm, I'm supposed to receive it this way. Totally devaluing my gifts as a feeler. You know, and my, my clairsentience is really powerful and very strong. And I've since learned to, really um, expand that and and the other gifts have come through as I've honored my own. And how many people do I know who are healers or, or new on the healing path, but even people who are not new on the healing path who still are, struggle with that imposter syndrome? You know, it's like, yes, we, we, so many of us are wounded healers. I don't, I don't know if there's any other type actually, you know, it's like, like you were saying, like we heal, we overcome our own traumas, our own pain. And then we, then we have something to give because we understand being in the darkness and those who have been in the darkness and have then come into the light really know how to help others who've been in that space or who are in that space. And I think that there's, um, as healers, we can tend to hit a, a ceiling and it is so important for us to continue to raise our vibration and be the light and that can be a challenge for a lot of us, especially when we're working with other people and maybe we get too caught up in our, our clients' stories or we take on their energy. We don't know how to clear ourselves. We don't know how to stay in the light and then we can get bogged down. And that's just, that's detrimental because we are here to help the world up level and we are here to help people heal. So like you were saying, it's, it's very important for healers to be able to accept and to be able to receive. And so many of us are, we're givers. That's why we do what we do. And when you're give, give, giving, and you're not receiving, you're just going to bleed out, you know? And it's like, we need to be able to receive so that we can give, we have to fill our own cup. And I think that, that that's a challenge that a lot of healers have and that they just, they, it's, um, almost a, maybe, a this is a triggering word. I'm just going to preface with that, but a codependent cycle, right? Of give, give, giving, and that feeling good because the universal law of giving and receiving has the same vibration, right? It's, and so, but sometimes we are giving out too much or not charging enough for, for our services. And, oh, let me just give that to you. So I feel valued. And so there's, I think a lot of, there's an imbalance going on in the world of, of, of healing work that really needs to be I would love to see more healers step in and really claim their power. And again, because we are the ones who are helping the world up level, we are helping people heal from their trauma that don't know where to go. And so I just, it's really, really important that healers have continue to do their own work and to continue to heal from, from those imbalances. And, you know, and that's, that's such a fantastic message because what we need to understand is we don't want to stay in our victim mode, but we need to experience and we need to do that constant soul searching and that soul work. So we're not spiritually bypassing and just getting caught up in our clients and, pre and, and getting in that mode of pretend almost and that egoic 
an acceptance of of this world. This is what I'm called to do right here. But if the planet is not shifting and something is not happening and you're plateauing like just in the gym, you're just not getting the gains that you were getting at one point. There's there's something to adjust, there's something to change. Maybe it's nutritionally, maybe it's sleep. If you're going to the gym in spirit work, it's it's getting past that survivor because we get stuck in survivor. I survived my trauma, now I'm healing. Now I'm healing others. But what is that next step? We're always moving towards self-mastery. That is a practice, just like yoga, it is a practice, just like going to the gym, it is a practice. And to get the perfection we're looking for, you must constantly practice, which means that to level up one more time, to readjust one more time. And the and the in and, and, and right now the the universe seems like it's moving so fast, but yet we have just slowed down while everything is spinning around us. And it's time to just stop. And that's just a, a beautiful part of your journey and all our journeys to move back up again another time and to not stay where we are comfortable or yet familiar. It's time to move up to the mentor and the mastery. And we can, and some people will be left behind. And, and that's, that's the hard part of it. But yet we are, we are not meant to take everybody on the ship because they can't all fit on the ship. We must share with them how to fish so they can eat on their own. And if they so choose to move Thousand with us, bless you. Bless you for moving forward and taking that journey with us. But it is time to step. Woo, I can feel that energy. It's time to step in, up into that next level and rise up and allow that light to shine and, and move into that. And that's part of the work. And it's, it's a little bit gritty sometimes, but moving past that chaos and seeing that vision and releasing it, detoxing from it, letting go of it, just releasing that weight. And that's what we're doing here right now is to release and awaken and arise one more time. And we are coming to the end of our show. It's, we could talk to you for hours, right? <laughs> Beverly, oh my gosh. What's, what's the last question you wanted to ask Toby today? You know, I is like you said we could be here for days we are definitely going to have to have you come back but if you want to share with the audience give them a sneak preview of what that dream may have so that maybe you know in a month or two we get you back on the show for an update and see where things have happened because you know we're all three on a mission here and i think we're all intertwining these missions so who knows where we'll be so share a little bit of that dream and then give the audience one major tip and how they can maybe take that next breath into their new journey hmm. well i think those two last questions are going to be combined into one because the biggest thing, and it's it's in my bio, and Nicole, you just spoke to it, is that we all have the answers within. And that is my, my passion and my purpose is to help people find their own healing within and that we don't need a guru outside of us. And that the best coaches, the best healers, the most best guides realize that they are guides and they, they help people guide them back into themselves and self-resource and grow those strengths from within, connect them with their own intuition, their own body and see the magic that they have inside of them, which is something that I just love about breath work because the breath is the teacher. 
and it helps unlock those that those gifts that we all have within and that's the the premise of the the healing center of the the physical building that that i plan to have i think there will be many of them and that's part of the dream but the but the biggest thing is that it is a place where people come to get true empowerment is that there are no gurus there will be no celebrities that that it's all about how do we go within and learn to grow and i see it being fast 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 let's heal the trauma that's easy let's get everybody up to a new foundation so that we can expand and that is my dream Wow, you're speaking to my heart. How about yours, Nicole? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to have to collaborate because uh, we've been talking to you about a center as well. And, you know, if we can get enough people with centers, you know, around the world where they can all be in alignment, it's going to just, like you say, move things even faster because yeah. we'll be at a fast pace and, and we are all united in one. Toby, it has been such a pleasure having you here and we do look forward to having you back. Um, if you want to get in touch with Toby, all of her links are going to be in here and you know, reach out, let us know what you liked about her show. Let us know when you're ready to have her back, right? Thank you so much. It's been such an honor. Appreciate Namaste. You. Oh, we Thank appreciate you. you too. Thank you. 360 Wisdom Speaks is sponsored by Alternative Solutions with Results. We are also sponsoring Nicole Borgie's eight-week empowerment course, Shift Happens. If you or anyone you know is ready to make that shift into empowerment and leadership, don't miss it. All links are listed here on this page.